This is the Life in the Clouds podcast with your hosts, Carlton and Deidre. And Deidre. Well, I was hoping that you would say hello. <laughs> hey, how are some you? Type of thing. Yes, absolutely. One of these days, we're going to get this intro down. I promise you. One this of these is the days. intro. We have it down. Yeah, the intro is <laughs> that we don't know how to intro we the show. We know how to intro. You're Carlton. I'm Deidre. We're talking. Yep, keep talking. I'm just watching your levels right now. It would be very helpful. Is it? If you am I at the proper levels? Looks like everything's okay. Wonderful. See? So, here we are. Look at that intro. That's right. Back again. Uh, still talking about communication. And this <laughs> episode is a continuation from last week. <laughs> oh, um, my. And coming hot on the heels of our good conversation about communication from last week. Yeah. This week, we're going to be talking about some of the negative things that can happen yep. in communication. But we decided tonight to go ahead and jump on and start this conversation because we were in the midst of some tense communication today. Um, True. Talking about houses, potential moves, and the idea of uh, getting a bigger place. Yes. Um, you know, one of those things that is a challenge for many marriages is talking about money. That is so true. And dealing with situations where two people are on opposite ends of a decision. Yes. And our housing situation has always been something that we've been of two minds about. That's so. correct. Well, then we also have two different spending mentalities as well. <laughs> right. So there's a fundamental <laughs> difference in how we view finance, household finances. You know, we come to an agreement on how, you know, how we're going to compromise on, you know, and not be at each other's throats. So that's the baseline. And then you add in a decision where we're on two different diametrically opposed. No, no, I wouldn't say of it's a diametrically decision. opposed. Well, that's true. However, uh, we do have definitely have different approaches. That is correct. To how we attack these things. So for my FPU people, uh, I'm the spender and Deidre is the saver. And FPU is what? Financial Peace University. Just so all sure. my Dave Ramsey people, <laughs> um, uh, the you know, we did a bunch of years as FPU coaches at our church uh, and even outside of that as financial planners. And so we spent some time just kind of helping families navigate correct financial decisions correct and they can be very tense absolutely so with all that background and information that is part of what would hold me back from you know my from being like you i should say and just jumping into okay come on let's go but that's the type of decision maker that you are it's like 60 second decision i've decided let's move and so not move, literally move, just like move out on a decision. So I'm more of a wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, hold, hold on just a second. What do you mean? The, wait, hold on. You know, so we, yes, I, we are, we are just, trust me. I know very, <laughs> very different in that way. So anyway, what were we just discussing? That's a great part. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? We got, we started rambling. And so now exactly. I'm not sure exactly, exactly where we were, but exactly. I think, um, the main point here for us is coming to terms with whichever decision that we make. Correct. So if we decided that we were going to move, mm -hmm. 
uh, especially if we were going to get a bigger place. Yes. Um, that means a bigger mortgage. Correct. In theory, uh, which means mm-hmm. that a bigger payment would have to be made Correct. Uh, in, in most cases. Uh, and we would need to be comfortable with that. And that would be yes. uh, a challenge um, for Deidre, I would think, because uh, paying things is hard <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't like uh, to spend money. Yeah, Everything I, costs too much money. And, and it's listen, ridiculous. Listen, I'm cheap too, so I get it. You are cheapish. No, I'm but only, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just not cheap on technology. That was the only well, thing that's I true. Money on. That's a good point. But you know, there's just a is enough. Like, how much is? It's not even a question of how much is enough. The question is, you know, mentally <laughs> dealing with going bigger. Is it necessary? It seems very nice, but is it is it necessary? I would say no. I keep saying no. <laughs> but we're running into situations and scenarios where it's like, yeah, it's kind of needed. Well, we, I mean, it is necessary. Personally, I don't think it's needed. But the problem is, is that there is an inability to accept the limitation. Why don't we accept limitations? Like, you know, we're supposed to break through walls <laughs> and tear things down and, you know, jump over the hills know, and just, I you know, know. We we're living in the clouds. What do you mean? Like Listen, limitations. I live I in the clouds. How can you say limitation to me? Name it and claim it. I'm supposed <laughs> to be moving to the next level. I'm supposed to be getting my fix in 2006. You just I work totally hard and you just achieve your goals. Like do it. No excuses. Uh, all I'm saying is we have an inability to accept limitation. <laughs> And that's the challenge, right? It's, it's on either side. I don't want to spend more money. Right. However, I don't want to stay Correct. where I am. Correct. And so those two things don't, they, 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 but what is there? It's got to be a happy medium. But either way, no it's way. spending more money. That's true. You're going to spend more money no matter what. And so for us, we need to decide which direction we're going to go in. And if the decision is that we're going to stay here in the place that we're in, Mm -hmm. which for me is fine, it requires people to stop complaining. So if we're not moving. Yeah, but we're human beings. We're going to have moments where it's just, you know, it comes out. It just does. I'm not talking about, I'm not saying that you can never complain. I know. I'm saying that the constant complaint, which is, oh man. We don't have enough space. We can't <laughs> add more things because we don't have enough space. Aw. You're not funny. You don't have more space. <laughs> so don't add more things. Well, or we get added rid of a baby. That's not he's not a thing. I, but that's he's not human. What, but see, and so this is this is where <laughs> people bring have stuff to go along with them. So let's talk about <laughs> miscommunication. <laughs> and we'll start with uh, things to avoid when you're communicating difficult dis- discussions, right? One of them is defensiveness. So this is where someone deflects or doesn't own up to a situation. But what about sure. that baby that came? Exactly. But there is an opportunity and which we've taken advantage of to kind of shift the way our house is structured. That is correct. So that we can accommodate having a newborn in our house. 
So by doing that, we've addressed the issue. However, it's not optimal. Okay. So that's right. where, that's where the complaint comes in that, well, you know, if we had an extra room or if we had this, or if we had that, um, but the point is we solved the problem. So the issue was we didn't have a place to put the baby. Now we have a place to put the baby. Yes. Correct. So we solved that. We did. So we don't need to be um, kind of looking for reasons to do things when we've already solved the problem. Baby's here. Baby's got a room. He's got a bed. He's got halfway decent furniture. No, his furniture is horrible. That was a jab. That was a criticism. That's one of the other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, that was. You should avoid my, a criticism. That was me throwing and it you wasn't a segue. A, and it was a personal attack against myself. It was not a personal <laughs> attack against my husband. Let's be clear. Because I picked that furniture and it is horrible. <laughs> the drawers are broken, but that's okay. I'm getting some Gorilla Glue. <laughs> We're going to make it work. See? I'm accepting my limitations. <laughs> Put a little glue on that. So that joke is about our uh, the furniture in our baby's room. We bought some uh, quick ship us some furniture. <laughs> exactly, please. From, from uh, some uh, very I don't even uh, remember. It factory. doesn't even matter. I don't even know what country those, that furniture matter. came from. But the baby's only four months old and the, the cabinets are already starting to fall apart. <laughs> they fell apart last month. He was like two months old. But anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so when you're in when you're in the midst of communication, especially across uh, difficult uh, discussions, you want to avoid defensiveness. You don't want to deflect. Um, you don't want to deflect away um, things that come up. So we had to pause there because uh, our middle child decided to just come in here into the room. So, but like I was saying, I believe I was saying that you don't want to be defensive when Correct. dealing, when you're in the midst of difficult communication. You don't want to deflect away from what's being said and kind of point it back at the other person. You want to listen to what they're saying. You want to make sure that you're not just pushing it back at them without actually taking in what's being said. That's true. And that goes back to what we talked about last time about really thinking about timing and your emotional state. <laughs> and if you're not able to do that, it's not a good time. That's right. And pick picking a time or agreeing on a time or just saying, you know, what, we're going to pause and just let it lay for the moment because you're not able to not be critical you can't deflect mm -hmm. <laughs> you know you can't not deflect or just throw daggers and get mad and and have those reactions because that's going to happen because we're human and yep. your spouse makes you mad that's mm -hmm. just how it is yep. These that's things part are, of life <laughs> definitely things are going to happen exactly another one uh that Deidre mentioned is criticism and when I say criticism I don't mean just I don't mean you can't ever critique what your spouse is doing because often I am in need of critique. I was going to say our spouses are in need of critique, but I know Carlton is in need of critique quite a bit, but criticism, meaning uh, communicating your displeasure in a situation through a personal mm -hmm. attack. Yeah. You're always doing this. You're, 
never think you never mm -hmm. think of me you're always like this don't you ever consider other people like those types of mm -hmm. things those types of criticisms they don't they don't have any they don't help they're not going to they might make you feel better in the moment yeah but that type of communication style doesn't help your relationship correct which is the key that we're trying to get um yeah not just for ourselves i mean because we have to make sure that we don't do that mm -hmm. but the thing that we try and get couples to understand is that it's important not to criticize unduly criticize correct. your spouse correct and you're bringing it's one thing to bring up an issue and discuss it and there's another thing to be very critical and in the way you present it or the way that your approach is and it's just being again getting to a point where you're not mad <laughs> or angry you know and so emotional that you're you can't think about you know how to be constructive or can't think about how to say it in a way that doesn't come across as critical and is actually not critical yeah absolutely and you definitely don't want it to get out of hand where you start to have contempt which is another uh really poor indicator um in communication you know being mean name calling belittling you know those types of attacks on your spouse those things are very detrimental to your relationship yeah absolutely absolutely i remember in counseling when um we were i believe talking about conflict resolution and about how you know having conflicts and disagreements with your spouse are like um drops of cement on the ground and how it's important to and very easy to wipe up wet cement but if you let that cement sit there and harden, it's very hard to get up off the ground. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, something happens, it's just very important to catch it early, get it, get it off the ground. Or even I'd use the analogy of a pebble in your shoe. When you get a pebble in your shoe, you are hunting for that pebble. You're like, get it out of my shoe. You don't leave it there and keep walking, typically. And you don't, right? and you don't add more pebbles. And you don't add more pebbles. So, because <laughs> you could get to the point where your shoe's full of pebbles and your f foot can't get in the shoe. Like, it doesn't, and that just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, yep. And then the last one, stonewall, stonewall, stonewalling, stonewalling, or shutting down, totally just ignoring the conversation. Where, okay, I'm in a situation, I don't like it. So I'm going to just ignore my spouse or I'm going to shut down and just let them talk and not offer any, not offer any, um, anything constructive into what's happening in that moment. You know, the, the idea of just saying, okay, well, whatever, 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 like those, those yeah. moments, right. Where you yeah. want to do that, but that really is hurtful to discourse because just saying whatever doesn't help. It doesn't solve the issue. Mm. It doesn't show that you're actually invested in the conversation. And all it really does is push your spouse away. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So what are some good ways of communicating with your spouse? So you're going to have difficult moments. Like they're going to happen. Yep. So what are some good ways to communicate with your spouse? Well, I know we talked about a couple of things last time, but I guess in terms of kind of a counterpoint to the things that I mentioned before, you want to make sure that you're explaining your feelings to your spouse. I know a lot of times people don't want to uh, get into feelings, particularly husbands, mm -hmm. uh, particularly men, 
um, aren't always wanting, desirous of like talking about their feelings, but they need to. I mean, we need to get across to our spouses what the impact of their words actually are. Um, You know, not just lashing out in anger. Right. But in saying, hey, when you said that about my mother. It really oh, made me feel bad. You're talking about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to you draw the I mean? line at or, some point now. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, or when, or, you know, whatever whatever the situation is, but just sure. explaining what the impact mm-hmm. of what has been said or what has been done. When you make decisions without considering me at all, this is how I feel in that moment. And, you know, offer an alternative. Say, you know, I would really appreciate it if, before you make this type of decision, you came to me first so that we could discuss it. Like those types of, you know, offer. So explain your feelings, share what the impact is and offer an alternative so that you're not just leaving your spouse out in the lurch. Like, okay, I don't like what you just did. I don't know how to tell you how to do it right, but I'm just going to leave this out here for you. You're actually giving them away to communicate with you that you will accept or that you can accept. Right. That's a good point. (laughs) I would also add um, that those are good guidelines, but I think sometimes um, I know for me, I do not have a complete like, thesis paper for you to give you all these alternatives i mean i just don't <laughs> i mean i've thought about it you know something that happened and how and explain how i feel and that's like a lot of energy and effort to like get to that point that i may not i just might not in that moment have a next step not to say that i won't eventually get there so i just bring that up to say it doesn't necessarily have to be all in just one conversation where you lay out all you know you're just explaining how you feel and making sure that you know you're healing and repairing the relationship and then at the next opportunity or after you've had a chance to think about it you are able to say here's an alternative so i just want to make sure it's not yeah, no. you know it doesn't always happen as this very linear sure. <clears throat> one conversation um just cut and dry sure no you're absolutely right this is not talking about um, a one conversation type situation. Mm -hmm. This is not even a, this is what you do in the heat of the moment. (laughs) You know, you may have to say, okay, I didn't like what you just said. And I need to take some time to figure out, um, or I need some time to decompress from what just took place. Right. And then once you've had, you've taken that time, kind of like what we talked about last week. Um, you take that time, you take a step back and then you come back to your spouse and you say later, Hey, okay. So I didn't really appreciate when this happened and this is the impact that it had on me. What I would appreciate going forward is that we do this. Gotcha. Right. But that might be multiple conversations. Right. Right. It might be, you know, that day the thing happened and then the next day when you had some time to process, now mm-hmm. you're having that conversation sure. with your spouse. Right. So, you know, de- definitely not, yeah. you know, there's some time. Yes. Here. <laughs> and you have time because you're going to be married for a long time. Right. So you have time to, you know, flesh this out and think about it and, um, you know, take the time to consider all of what's going on 
and put together, you know, thoughts about it. So it's not something that, like you're saying, in terms of just like throwing something out there and not being specific or not really having thought about the things that are going on and how to explain how you're feeling. Any other tips, hon? <laughs> well, the same thing, you know, the, the one thing that I, I guess we, we've told couples, especially when we're doing uh, premarital counseling, right? Um, always remember your spouse is not your enemy. That's true. You're married and you married that we're person for a team. reason. Yep. You guys are on the same team. That person is not your enemy. So if you come at every conversation, remembering that your spouse is not your enemy. So even in the midst of a conflict, even when you guys don't want to talk to each other, always start with my spouse is not my enemy. That's true. We're on the same team. And when you come at it with that mindset, it changes the way that you engage. Yeah, that's true. Because you won't be on full on attack mode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not full on. <laughs> Not attack full mode. on attack mode, but that'll definitely at least help. Man, I'm still fighting this cold. So we're getting ready to wrap this thing up, but I wanted to give the husbands a bit of homework uh, going into this busy season that we're finding ourselves in. This is the first week of December and Christmas and New Year's is right around the corner. So husbands, now is the time to get your December dates on the calendar date nights need to get planned well in advance because everything is going to roll along, roll along, roll along Hmm. as the rest of the month comes and, you know, kids stuff and pageants and getting trees up and lights and all those different things. So even if you're not planning to do anything big in terms of dates, right, you still need to get in front of your spouse and say, let's, you know, Take a few minutes mm-hmm. on next Tuesday and just sit down and have, go get a cup of coffee or right. go outside and take a walk. Even if it's cold outside, you still just grab your warm drink and some gloves <laughs> and you go outside <laughs> and just have a little bit of a moment. Mm-hmm. But get it on the calendar. Make it a priority because your spouse, um, you know, if she's anything like mine, uh, is going to be running, 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 trying to figure out things for Christmas and or just in our case, right, chasing behind a newborn and trying to keep mm-hmm. the schedules and everything intact. Right. Right. No matter what it is that's driving her during this time, you need to take a moment to just kind of get out in front and say, hey, I just want to make sure that we take some time for us in the midst of this busy season. Oh, that's sweet. I'm looking forward to that uh, date night that's coming. Wait, you didn't just hear that next Tuesday we're going to get coffee? No, you gave that as an example. No, no, that wasn't given an example. No, that no, was no. Because I'm standing You right were given here. that as an example. No. Because you didn't come look no, no, at no. me in my eyes I lovingly am, and say, hey, dear. I know this is a live busy. and I know we don't have cameras <laughs> here in this in this uh, podcasting room that we're in yes. right now. But I'm literally standing right yes. here in front of you, you looking are. you in your face. That's how we do. We're, we're talking. Tuesday, I have to look at you. Next That Tuesday, was an example. No, not an example. 
Next Tuesday, <laughs> you're we're formally? going to have coffee. Oh, we are? You and I are going oh, okay. to have coffee. Okay. We're going to share that coffee together. Okay. And if we can't get away to have that coffee, okay. we're going to step outside okay. just for a few minutes Aww. and have a nice cup of coffee. That's so sweet. And just have a quiet moment, you and I, Aww. just so we can say that we had one gotcha. in this busy season. That is wonderful. I accept your invitation. Can't believe you just did that. <laughs> Any uh, any homework for the wives, ma'am? I would say if, you know, you're definitely, my brain is not in holiday mode to be busy doing other things. Part, that's just me, right? Baby. Because I, I have new babies going, like I just, like diapers, like anyway. So, <laughs> so I would say to just be mindful of how much activities are being added. I know that is super difficult when you have, a child let alone multiple children and different things going on or if you've got a big family if you've got a big uh, church commitment if you have just a lot of things that take up your time however I would say really look at your schedule and think about and prioritize the activities that you'll be involved in so that you will be able to make space when your husband says hey let's go on a date night or let's find um, a date lunch or a date breakfast or whatever time that works for you, you'll be able to, you know, just immediately say yes and not even have to think about it. It won't even be an issue because you've made and created space in your schedule for that opportunity. So that would be what I would encourage wives to do. Sounds good. And one bit of a recommendation uh, after our um, podcast last week, I was uh, digging through the Gottman Institute's website and noticed that they added an app to uh, their website called Card Decks. Oh, wow. And it is a oh, um, yes. an app for mm-hmm. both iOS and Android that you can download. And it has a variety of like, think of them as flashcard decks. And the decks include a variety of different things. Um, uh card deck of open-ended questions so you know here's an example what do you want your life to be like in say three years from now so questions that you can ask your spouse things to kind of spark communication and there are a lot of different types of topics right that you can find in the various decks so um, there are about i think nine let's see it looks like no, there are about, looks like 12 different decks that you can uh, sift through. Everything from expressing empathy to great listening uh, to open-ended questions, like I mentioned before. Love maps. There's a lot of different stuff there. So um, go into your uh, app store of choice and do a search for Gottman Institute or Gottman Card Decks and just find some different ways to... Um, communicate with your spouse so instead of running out and getting 88 great communication starters great uh capital great you can have one right there on your device of choice that's correct and this was not an ad so they're not paying us (laughs) or anything like that you Uh, just found it that's true so something i just found yeah awesome all right well we're going to close this out this has been the life in the clouds podcast with carlton and deidre yep I had a nice yawn. So we got a tip today about how you should never stifle a yawn. (laughs) 
because you need the oxygen flow through your body to help your brain, you know, function. So please excuse my yawning. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, this has been uh, Life in the Clouds podcast and you can find us on your podcast podcast player of choice. Uh, We're in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, as well as Podomatic. All right. We're uh, everywhere. So, yeah. We're everywhere that you might want to be with your podcast. <laughs> uh, so awesome. if you are interested, uh, actually, no, not if you're interested for the month of December, we are hoping and asking that you would rate this podcast. So if you are someone who uses iTunes and you're in uh, the podcast app, if you wouldn't mind hitting that five star and giving us a review and letting us know what you think of this podcast and how things are going. Uh, we would really appreciate it. If you listen to us on Podomatic from the web, uh, hit that, I think it's thumbs up, uh, to put a thumbs up okay. like in our, um, mm-hmm. in our queue. If you're on Stitcher, uh, there's a way for you to leave a review. But the thing about Stitcher reviews is after you've used, after you've left the review, Stitcher is going to send you an email so that you can confirm that you actually did it. Oh, um, so it's kind of nice. a two factor thing to make sure that you're not kind of trolling there's two factor uh, in comments well also yes they want to make sure that the comment is is real and not script generated so that is the uh, thing now as far as um google play is concerned there's no review there so oh, okay i don't know what you do in that case mm-hmm. you can send us an email yeah. um matthews.carlton at gmail.com mm-hmm. all right have a great night have a good one bye